0: I remember when I was little, I thought that the crucifixion was something that was made up specifically for Jesus. And looking back at it, it doesn't quite make sense that I would have thought that he was a unique person and the only person to really have been crucified because there were obviously two thieves on both sides of him being crucified as well, right? And St. Thomas Aquinas today talks about how it was only fitting that he should be crucified between two thieves. If you're not entirely familiar of the crucifixion of Jesus, um, he was crucified in place of a convicted criminal, someone known to be a murderer, Barabbas. And the crowd chose Jesus to be crucified instead of Barabbas. And so when we look at Jesus being there in place of somebody as a convicted murderer, people viewed Jesus's words as more serious than violence. It was more serious than death in everything he was saying. He was basically blaspheming because he could not be the son of God. And ultimately, the Pharisees, um, I believe, had a level of jealousy and pride within them, right? But St. Thomas Aquinas today focuses on how it was fitting that he was crucified between two thieves. And one of these reasons is because the judge was in the center by freeing one and condemning the other. But also, and the part that really stood out to me is St. Thomas Aquinas basically says that all of humanity lines up behind either one or the other thief. There's one who... Um, denies Christ, then and there says, if you are the son of God, why don't you have your angel save you? Save us from these trees. Basically mocks him. Um, No repentance, right? And then the other one says, I believe you are who you say you are. And I am so sorry that I lived the way that I did. I wish that I could have lived my life differently. If I could go back, I would change everything, and will you please forgive me? with a truly contrite heart, right? He wasn't planning on getting to his deathbed and having that last minute to repent. He wasn't planning, you know, that's called the sin of assumption uh, where you assume that you're going to be able to be forgiven later. Oh, I'll just, I'll, I'll tell this lie now. I'll, I'll bring it to confession later. Oh, I'll just steal this now. I can just take it to confession later. Oh, I'll just masturbate quick. I can take it to confession later. That's the sin of assumption, which is rooted in pride to say, I know that I can be forgiven for this, so I may as well just go do it because God will forgive me. We don't want to assume anything. We know what happens when we do that. So this thief on the cross that comes forward and says, Lord, I'm so sorry. I believe you are who you say you are. Will you please forgive me with that contrite heart? And Jesus says, I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. Everyone in humanity, all of humanity is lining up either behind that thief that truly would go back and live his life a different way had he learned sooner or the one who says I need a sign prove it to me and you know what you should just be done with this right in the passion of the Christ I don't know that it's quite I don't know if it's biblical but in the passion of the Christ a crow comes right and plucks out his eyes so he can no longer see um And so when we think about Jesus and we think about his ability to forgive sins, um, which is one of the reasons that the Pharisees were, in fact, wanting to crucify him because that was the epitome of blasphemy, right? That's a work that only the Holy Spirit can do. And so they're basically saying, you can't do that. Um, Jesus is the judge of all. So we have these two lines of humanity, and it's up to us. Which line are we going to be in? Are you going to be in the one that wants to live your life in whatever way you please? And then when you die, just sit there and be looking at Jesus in the face. Be like, prove it to me. Prove it. Like, you don't have it in you. You aren't the Son of God. You don't, you know, who do you think you are? You're no better than me. You're standing here, too. Who are you, you know? Do you want to be in that line or do you want to be in the line of the thief with a contrite heart and say, Lord, I want to use every ounce of talent that you have given me. I want to stand before you when I die and say, I used everything you gave me um, and, and I want to change my life right now so I can be on the path that leads to you. How can I be more holy in this moment? What are you calling me toward? Because that's what that line is—the the contrite heart. At on their last day, they want to go back, and so we're we're back. We're we're still in the line. We're not we're not on our deathbed. We're not dying right now. We are still able to be on this path, and so you get to choose which one you want to be on. I know which one I want to be on, but and it takes a lot of hard work to be there. Um, the the road to heaven is narrow. Which brings me, right, the, it's easier for a camel to move through the eye of a needle than a rich man to get to heaven is what that saying is. But I just, I just think about that, the, the eye of the needle, which um, when I was in school, they taught us that the eye of a needle was actually an um, entryway to the city where the camel had to get down on his knees and walk through, right? So it was very difficult for the camel to do. He could do it. But he had to, right, get down, hunch over, and and squeeze its way through. It wasn't just some easy walking path. So it's possible. You know, the eye of the needle, um, to my understanding, doesn't mean a literal needle, you know, like a, a figure of speech. But actually, the eye of the needle was an entrance to... Um, to the cities that the camel had to find their way through. So um, so we want to be that camel. We want to be humbled, and we want to know that we are walking and, and that we're in that line. So we get to choose, and, and the Lord will be the judge of our hearts, and um, and only he can do that. So keep fighting the good fight, and keep on keeping on this Lent. I look forward to chatting with you guys tomorrow. Enjoy your day. I'll talk to you soon.